Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 24th, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the miracles of Jesus. I want you to be open to whatever it is that God wants you to do. Listen, in these miracles, we're, we're learning about faith. We're learning about grace. We're learning about love. We're learning about God's power. We're learning how the supernatural is supposed to be natural to us. So as believers, what we want to do is expand our capacity to believe God. This is one of the reasons why I believe the Lord wanted me to teach on the miracles is so that you would believe on another level. But as a matter of fact, on Friday, we learned how to believe on God's level. Put that in the chat. I am believing on God's level. I want to open up my heart to the point where I can see any situation through the through the lens of faith. I look at every situation from God's perspective and I get to open my heart to God's best. So before we get into the word this morning, let me just share this real quick. I, I preached a message uh, yesterday entitled How to Bounce Back. And it will help you bounce back from anything. So if you were if you were not at VCMIO, you didn't watch the message live, but you can go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina, check out that message, how to bounce back from anything, I believe is going to be a blessing to you. Get ready to receive the word of God for you this morning. All right, so as we're getting ready for the word this morning, uh, as that that uh, video was playing, I realized I didn't even give you the title. So this is The Miracles of Jesus, part 67. I'm dealing with Lazarus. Now, this is crazy. This is already part nine of Lazarus, and I told you I'm going to be with Lazarus for a while, but the title of today's message is, Will You Be Ready When God Is Ready? I want you, matter of fact, say, yeah, I'm going to be ready. Put it in the chat. Say, I will be, I'm, put it in the chat, I'm ready right now. So what you want to do is you want to be ready when God is ready, when God is ready to move, when God says, yes, the time is now, you've been, you're saying, oh Lord, I'm waiting on you. I've been believing God. I've been waiting on God's timing. And then God shows up and he's like, okay, I'm ready to do it now. And then you're not ready. So say, say, I will be ready. You want to be ready when God is ready. Jesus showed up and we're going to learn that Martha was not ready. All right. So before we get into the message, Psalms 126 and verse four is a scripture we've been looking at all year. Psalms 126 and verse four says, now Lord, do it again. Put it in the chat. Say, Lord, do it again. Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory and may streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. I don't, I don't care how dry any area of your life has become. In this season, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us and your dry hearts will be drenched again in this season, but you got to be open to it. Say amen to that. All right. So John chapter 11, let's go back to this miracle. We've been dealing with this miracle for a while. On Friday, uh, we saw how Jesus got frustrated with Martha. <laughs> he got frustrated with Martha. I mean, like she's saying stuff that sounds religious. She's saying stuff that sounds right, but there was there was no faith behind those words. Those were empty words. And so they were not spoken from a believing heart. She talked about her brother and, and rising again. And he was like, yes, you ready? He was like, yes, I am the resurrection. He says, your brother will rise again. She said, yeah, Lord, I know he's going to rise again in the last day. He said, no, 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 no. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Believeth thou this? And you know what she said? She said, yes, Lord, I believe that you're the son of God that you've come into this world. He was like, what? 
He was like, come on, lady. I'm ready to do it right now. I know I know, I know, know that he's been dead. I know that he's been dead for four days. I know that you stopped believing, but come on, man. I'm ready to do it right now. He was ready and she didn't. He was looking for a trigger of faith. The grace was present. Watch this. The grace of God was present to raise Lazarus from the dead. And all Jesus was looking for was a trigger of faith. The grace was there. He was looking for the faith. God is looking for faith in you. Put in the chat, I will provide the trigger. Now, if God is saying, I'm ready, I, I want to be ready when God is ready. If God is saying the grace is present, I will provide the faith when the grace is present. And so I want to be ready when God is ready. So he was looking for a trigger and she didn't provide it. So Jesus moved on to the other sister. The other sister came. She said something very similar to what Martha said, but she said it from a different position and a different posture. And she actually was able to move Jesus. We're going to deal with her tomorrow. Let me just tell you here as I set this up for today. Hebrews chapter four and verse two says, the gospel or the good news was preached unto us, say us, as well as unto them, say them. But then the Bible says, okay, there's two groups. There's a us and, the, and there's a them. And the, the gospel, there was good news that was preached. The writer of Hebrews says, there was good news that was preached unto us as well as unto them, but it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. He says, so now the same word can be preached at the same time to the same group of people and one person receive it and the other person not receive it. One person be ready and the other person not be ready. Why? Because one person has faith and, and the other person doesn't have faith. One person heard it through the through the ear of faith or through the filter of faith. One person looked at it through the through the lens of faith. And so as a believer, you are the just and you're supposed to live by faith. So when God is ready, you need to be ready. Say in the chat, I'm ready. Y'all got it? All right, so so let's get into this. Uh, what does this mean for you today? That when Jesus showed up, Martha wasn't ready. Martha frustrated Jesus. I have a few things to share with you in this morning. Now, all of that was just getting ready for, for this part. Now, I want you to open up your heart to get ready to receive. Here's number one. God is looking for your cooperation. Put in the chat, I will cooperate with God. So for God to fully operate in your life, he needs you to cooperate with him. And so God is looking for your cooperation. He is actively looking for your cooperation. So when you fail to live in sync or in harmony with God, when you fail to understand what God is trying to do, when you fail to cooperate with his kingdom plans and purposes, then you actually are hindering God from doing what he planned to do from the foundations of the world. That's exactly what Martha was doing. She was holding Jesus back because she couldn't understand what Jesus was trying to do. She said, he said, your brother will rise again. She said, yeah, he's going to rise again in the last day in the resurrection. He said, no, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Believeth thou this? And she said, yeah, I believe you're the son of God. He was like, what is wrong with you, lady? Like, I'm trying to get your brother out the grave. You know what I'm saying? And so when God is trying to move in our lives, he's looking for us to cooperate with him. Why? Because while God is God and God can do anything, God is sovereign, he has chosen to operate through humans on this planet. So God can do anything. I'm never going to say that God can't do something. God can do whatever he wants to do because God is God. But God set up a system, say a system. God set up a system to where God has chosen to operate through humans on this planet. And so when he chooses to operate through humans, he's looking for faith 
from the humans. The Bible says when Jesus comes back, he's going to be looking for faith in the earth. So while God does everything that he does for us by grace, grace is unmerited, undeserved, the free favor of God, right? God does all that he does by grace. God is, is his part is grace. There it is right there. God's grace. Our part is faith. As a believer, God does everything that he does for us by grace, and he is looking for us to provide the faith that will tap into the grace. So when we fail to provide faith, we are holding God back. Put in the chat, I will not hold God back any longer. I, I, I Listen, my days of, of hindering God, I'm going to speak this by faith. My days of hindering God are over. Like I, I'm open to God in such a way to where I'm down for whatever. Whatever God wants to do, however he wants to do it, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop holding God back. I, we limit God with our lack of faith. We, we, we dream too small. We think too little. Like, I mean, when it comes to the things of God, God is like, why, why are you thinking that way? Like, like when he told the disciples, you go feed them. And it was like, well, uh, eight months wages wouldn't be enough to just feed everybody one bite. And Jesus is like, one bite? Why are you, I, I, God... God in heaven doesn't think one bite. God, our God is a God of overflow and abundance. You're, you're not thinking like God. He made He made sure everybody ate until they were full. Stop thinking so small. Stop hindering God. Stop holding him back. Jesus was ready to raise Lazarus from the dead. And she was like, I don't get it. He's going to write. No, stop. You got to open up your heart to God. Jesus tried his best to get Martha to agree with him. She was trying. He said, your brother will rise again. He was, he tried everything. And she was like, she didn't get it. They was like, I am the resurrection and the life. And he didn't get it. Listen, don't make God work so hard to bless you. <laughs> yeah, put that in the chat. Say, I'm not going to make God, God, I'm going to make it easy for you to bless me. And so if you want God to bless you richly, you got to have faith. It is your faith that opens up your heart to God's best for what you want to do when the Holy Spirit comes, obviously, Jesus came to Martha. What Jesus doesn't come to us today. Who comes to us today is the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit comes to us today, put this in the chat. I will be ready. I'm not going to hold God back. I'm going to make sure my heart is open. I'm going to make sure that I, that I have no limits on God, that I'm not limiting God in any way, that I'm, I'm not holding God back, I'm, that my lack of faith will not stifle God's operation in my life. I am ready. When God wants to operate, I will cooperate with him. Say amen to that. All right, number two, while God is sovereign, he will never force you to perform his will. So let me talk about the fact that you are a free moral agent. So you are a free moral agent. That means that God has given you the ability to make your own decisions. So while God made us, you and I, to represent him on this planet, we're called to represent him on the earth. We are supposed to represent God. So we're, we're, we're going around. We're supposed to be walking, talking examples of, of Jesus on this planet. We're supposed to be walking, talking ambassadors and emissaries from heaven to the earth. So we're supposed to show people what heaven is like. When people come in contact with you, with your family, with your marriage, they're supposed to get an image or a glimpse of what heaven is like, right? But he also gave us the, the right to make our own decisions. Uh-oh. So what does that mean? That means that if he didn't give us the right to make our own decisions, he would be the one doing everything and it wouldn't be us. So for us to experience God's best, we got to be open to what he wants to do in our lives because, because we have the right to make our own decisions. If we don't believe on God's level and we don't provide the faith, then we won't have it and it won't be God's fault. It will be our fault. So God gave us, let me say it another way. God gave you and I 
the right or the charge to rule this planet. But he also gave us the ability to choose not to do so. So you're supposed to rule and dominate down here, but he also gave you the ability to live beneath his best. So because you are a free moral agent and because you get the, the you have the ability to make your own decisions, then either your decisions are going to open up God to do whatever he wants to do in your life, or you will keep God out because you are not in sync with his best. So the entire earth functions on a system of cause and effect, sowing and reaping, and the free will of humans. So God is giving you the power to obey him or to ignore him. God has given you the power to operate in faith or fear. And it's really your choice. God has given you the freedom to make decisions that are pleasing in his sight or decisions that go against his will. And it's really your choice. Jesus could not have forced Martha to believe. I mean, I guess he could because he's God, but if he would have forced Martha to believe, then it wouldn't have been believing, right? It wouldn't be coming from a heart. Obedience, and let me, let me, let me make sure you get this point. Obedience is not obedience if it is forced. God will never force you to do anything because if he did, then you would no longer be a free moral agent. And the repercussions of that would be vast. Let me give you some quick examples. If God forced you to do stuff, if God made you do things, then our worship would be fake because it wouldn't be genuine. A genuine worship. It wouldn't be worship because it wouldn't be coming from our heart. Our submission would be phony because it would be forced, right? Our sacrifice, when you bring an offering to God, that sacrifice would be worthless because it would be orchestrated. And so, so God wants whatever you do to be an act of your free will. That's why he tried so hard to get Martha to believe because he needed her to believe. It, it needed to be a, something coming from her, her own heart. It needs to be an act of your free will. So, so when God is ready, you need to be ready. Put in the chat, I will be ready. When God is ready to bless me, I'm going to be ready to receive. The point of true faith and true worship and, and all of this is that it has to be an act of our free will. When God wants to bless you, you must be ready with your own heart. Anything less would be forced obedience, and forced obedience is not obedience at all. So while Jesus was frustrated with Martha, he was. He could not force her to believe because if he did, then she would not be the one believing. So God is not a puppet master, and you're not a puppet. God is not pulling the strings. God is looking for you to be open to him as an act of your free will. So when God is ready to release the grace, you got to be ready to provide the faith and it must be faith that is coming from your own heart. And so, so it has to come from you. And so, so put this in the chat, say, I will be ready. I say, I'm ready right now. I'm ready right now to provide the faith when God is releasing the grace so that you don't be like Martha holding God back. You want to, you want to get to the point where you are just free to, you, you let God do whatever he wants to do in your life, however he wants to do it. Number three, when you die to self, you free God to do what he planned to do in your life. Now I've told you like a gazillion times, the key to success in Christ is not more trying, it is more dying. So when we die to self, part of dying to self, listen, and this is why I teach series and it takes so long. Uh, because it takes you a while to get it. I was talking to one of my spiritual sons, somebody that's been listening to me for years. And he told me just the other day, hey, dad, I finally got it. I get it. I get it now. I said, what is that? He said, now 
when I die to self, I'm even dying to my limits. I'm like, you're just now getting that. How many times have I said that? It was like, yeah, I mean, I know you said it before, but I got it now. And so, so sometimes we just got to, we got to keep hearing it until we get it. We got to die to self to the point where we even die to our limits. When you die to self and you die to your limits, now God is free to do whatever he wants to do in your life. Jesus wanted to do something and Martha was holding him back. What you want to do is die to your limits to the point where you are so open to God to where he is free to do whatever he wants to do in your life, however he wants to do it. Jesus desperately wanted to resurrect Lazarus from the dead, but he was looking for faith. And so don't make God work so hard with you. When he comes, you got to be ready. Think about Jesus's interaction for a minute with Martha. Now I'm going to talk about Mary tomorrow, but just think about Jesus's interaction with Martha for a minute. Now, how many times, look at me real quick. How many times has God come to you over and over and over and over again, trying to get faith from you? Please don't make it that hard. For us, we're called to live by faith. God provides the grace. We provide the faith. So what you want to do, put this in the chat, say it by faith, open up your mouth and say, I am quick to provide faith in every situation. What I want to do is I want to, I want to be quick to offer faith to God in every situation. I look at every challenge through the lens of faith. I speak the language of faith in every situation. My heart is open to believe the invisible and believe the impossible. My lips are ready to declare whatever God is saying to me. And, and these will be words from a believing heart. And so, so listen, I am open and I'm ready to God's will. When God is ready to move, I'm going to be ready to receive. Say amen to that. All right, number four. So develop a heart of expectation. So what you want to do is you want to live your life with an expectation of manifestation. So to be in sync with God you and for you to experience God's grace and for you to experience God's best, you got to live your life with an active anticipation of God's intervention. In other words, I am actively anticipating God getting involved in every situation in my life because I welcome his involvement through the vehicle of prayer. I, I Listen, even when a circumstance or a situation seems impossible, even when the doctor said, hey, we've done all we can do, even when the bank says no, you know, more times than I want to remember, even whatever the situation is, when it seems impossible, when it seems improbable, improbable when it seems Seems uh, nonsensical. If God, I'm, I'm open to whatever God wants to do, however He wants to do it, and I live with an expectation of manifestation. My expectancy creates an atmosphere that invites the involvement of God. I, I invite God. Say, say it right now. Put it in the chat. I invite you, Lord. I invite you to get involved in every situation in my life, and I will not hold you back with limiting thoughts or limiting beliefs. I not only do I invite you, but I release you. Oh, glory to God. That's not in my notes, but put it in the chat. Not only do I invite you, but I release you. God, I invite you to get involved and I release you to do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. No limits, no boundaries. I, I, I just, I want what you want. I don't want any any uh, more or any less than what you want. I just want what you want for me. I'm going to, I'm going to stop being the problem. I'm going to stop holding you back. When you're ready, I'm ready. I open, I welcome you and I release you. Say amen to that. And then number five, as I close, last point for today. Embrace a lifestyle of openness and surrender. You want to have a lifestyle of openness and surrender. The key to success in Christ is just being open to whatever God wants to do, however he wants to do it, whenever he wants to do it. A lifestyle of surrender involves you 
continually submitting your plans, your desires, your cares, your concerns, put all of that in God's hands. Like make sure on a regular basis, you're dying to self. On a regular basis, you're submitting your will to God's will. On a regular basis, you're reminding God and yourself that, hey, I live for him. And so it's not about me, it's all about him. And so you, whatever plans you have, you want to make sure those plans are submitted to God's plans. What you are surrendering to God on a regular basis, you are continually submitting unto him. You are continually being open. You, you want to embrace this posture of openness and surrender to where whatever God wants to do, however he wants to do it, you're down for it. You're not, you're not limiting God in any way. You, you don't want to be the problem. I say, I will, no, I will be the problem no longer. I'm no longer going to be the problem. I'm not going to hold God back. Whatever God, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, I'm down for whatever. When you're ready, I'm ready. Say amen to that. All right, that's it. That's what God told me to tell you for this morning, for this Monday morning. I said it. Now I can get out of the way. I can release you into this week. I pray that you enjoyed it. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I know you made plans for me before the world began, and I am learning to live my life with a heart that is open to your plans. Your plans will manifest in the fullness of your timing. So I declare that when you are ready to move, I am ready to receive. I am ready to experience your best. I am ready for your will to be done in my life in an uninhabited way, uninhibited way. I am ready to experience heaven on earth. I am ready for the supernatural to be natural to me. I am ready for your will every second of every day and living this way I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. If you're not getting these messages, please go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes. You get the notes for free, so why not sign up? All my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Stop being the problem. I'm going to stop being the problem too. Let's die to self. Let's be open. Let's surrender to God. And when God is ready, put in the chat, I will be ready. I will be ready when God is ready. So when God is ready, get ready. The best is yet to come. I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program, and Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. 
And then lastly, we have several books and products on rickpina.co. These are products designed to help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have apparel there that will help you represent the grace life. Thank you so much for being a blessing to us. And we pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you. 